What if the heroes who could save students' lives in the critical first moments of a school shooting were actually already there on the campus? Yeah, let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, hey there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you from our lovely Cardio Miracle Studios here in lovely eastern indiana and yes the brian nichols show is uh, brought to you by cardio miracle but also the brian nichols show is powered by amp america really excited to be part of the amp america team if you want to go ahead and check out some awesome articles opinion pieces and more also just stay up to date with what the heck is happening in the world today because yeah the news is going a mile a minute head over to ampamerica.com also yours truly excited to be one of the flagship shows over at amp america so one more time ampamerica.com and also, quick shout out to not just the, the, the entity that powers the Brian Nichols show, but also powers yours truly, Cardio Miracle. I've been using Cardio Miracle now for about seven months, folks, and I've said it time and again. The Cardio Miracle difference is 1000% real. I'm saying that as someone who I'm seeing the differences for myself. Now, the secret ingredient is nitric oxide and the benefits to nitric oxide plus a slew of, I think it's 50 plus other amazing also, very tasty natural ingredients, which, by the way, pause. There are so many uh, entities out there that like promote these like very delicious and healthy uh, supplements. They taste like garbage. I had this one. It's a green powdered one. Tastes like coconut throw up. No, no, thank you. None of that. Cardio Miracle, delicious. 10 out of 10 from a taste standpoint, but also 10 out of 10 from the outcome standpoint. For me, better sleep at night, better pump at the gym, and also, this is the number one thing my doctor loved, that was a lower blood pressure, and I have a family history of lower, uh, of high blood pressure, that is, so low blood pressure, I'll take it, yes, please, so if you want to experience the cardio miracle difference for yourself, well, head over to our show notes, link is right there, but also just head to briannicholshow.com forward slash heart, you're going to be brought over to our friends at cardiomiracle.com, where you can go ahead and use code TBNS, TBNS, The Brian Nichols Show, for 15% off your order. Now, not only do you get 15% off your order, but there is a 100% money-back guarantee. So you literally have nothing to lose except for, what, those sleepless nights, uh, the, the high blood pressure. Folks, reclaim your heart health and do so with Cardio Miracle. Link in the show notes. Folks, Cardio Miracle is quite literally the best heart health supplement in the world. So I'm asking you to please experience the difference for yourself. Join the tens of thousands of other folks like yours truly who are experiencing the Cardio Miracle difference for themselves. Your heart will thank you. And speaking of hearts thanking you, how about the hearts of parents out there who, let's just say the worst, the unthinkable happens, a, a school shooter going to their kid's school. Now, you hear that and instantly just the worst case scenarios instantly pop up. But what if, what if the people who could actually help protect those kids and help save, yes, the hearts of those parents were actually in the school to begin with? Yes, the very teachers who are teaching the kids maybe can help protect them to discuss that and more uh, looking at the world of faster. Joining us here on the Brian Nichols Show from Colorado, Laura Carno. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show. Hi, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Looking forward to having you on the show. And yeah, talking about a super important topic, but also 
Gosh, Laura, I'm just going to say it. A pretty darn awesome solution that you are bringing to the table here with Faster. But before we get there, I want to do the audience a favor, and that is to get to know you, Laura. So please do us a favor. Introduce yourself. What's going on in the world of Colorado as it pertains to uh, 2A rights? And we're looking specifically at schools, but also how you found yourself now uh, being the face of this organization, Faster. Yeah, so um, it's been an interesting journey in Colorado with gun rights, where it used to be a... uh, a conservative state with lots of um, gun freedoms here. And uh, in 2013, things changed pretty big, uh, where Michael Bloomberg and his uh, his folks came in and, and proposed all of these bills um, through our legislators. And in 2013, we ended up with, um, we now have uh, magazine limitations here. We have um, universal background checks and putting um, air quotes around that. And um, that happened in 2013. We ended up recalling two state senators in 2013 over their gun control votes. And it was kind of quiet for a few years after that, but man, it came back with a vengeance. We have a huge um, anti-gun majority in our um, state legislature, and this is the year they are going um, hard after it. Um, I participated in those recalls in 2013 which was great fun. It was my um, TV and radio commercials. Um, I got my first um, death threats and all kinds of stuff. It was a very educational, a very educational year for me um, to see just what the anti-gun, the so-called peaceful when when their policies were threatened. So um, after our recalls, I was um, contacted by some folks in um, Ohio um, Buckeye Firearms Association, who started Faster Saves Lives in Ohio um, in the days following Sandy Hook. And they said, hey, you should come see what we're doing out here in Ohio. Went to a faster class there, came back here. Um, I was a, a woman on a mission um, to make sure that um, the school staffers here in Colorado who are armed, and we've been doing this for 20 years, we've had the law here in Colorado, we wanted to make sure they had access to the best possible training, not just adequate training. So we put together a, a great program with active duty law enforcement instructors. Um, they're all um, SWAT guys. They've um, they've trained guys. Um, they're they learn every day on the job. Um, so we have a great program. We're entering our eighth training year this year. Wow, eight years. Well, I mean, there's yeah. a lot to unpack there, Laura. But first of all, thank you. Right now we tease this before we hit the record button, but like the whole point of this show, right, is to bring solutions to the table that are solving the very real problems we see out there, but doing so overtly outside of the realm of using government solutions. Because anybody who's dealt with government can tell you firsthand that the best way to not get a problem solved is to go through the channel of going through government to get it fixed. But the the best way, the truly best way for us to solve these problems is to take up, you know, the, the, the problems ourselves and to try to find those solutions and what you're bringing to the table here with faster. And I really want to dig into this because from a, a, a solution standpoint, this not only seems like the, the no brainer answer, like duh, this is the, the common sense way to deal with school shootings, but also this is something that it's, it's become more of a, a, a topical conversation. And I hate that it has because we've seen this become more and more prevalent in our society today. But consistently we've seen this after every school shooting there's always the traditional argument of ban the guns don't ban the guns that that's literally the 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 debate and it it devolves into nothingness every single time and yet the problem still exists laura and that right there speaks to why faster is so important because 
Yes, the problem is still going to exist, but what are we going to do about it? It's like I, I was working with a company and they lost like all of their sales development team. And and they were like, well, what should we do? Like, it's only our sales guys. I'm like, your sales guys are going to have to start doing some sales calls. And that was because you, you, you just have to bring a solution to the table. You can't just throw your hands up and be like, oh, no, poor us. Like, we actually have to solve these things. So, Laura, I say all that kind of walk through faster like what was the genesis of faster um you know obviously you mentioned what happened out in sandy hook that woke i think a lot of people up in terms of this is an issue especially as we're talking about mental health issues but our kids they're not protected what are we going to do here what what was kind of the, the the thought process to building faster and actually getting parents now to be on board with what 10 years ago would have been i dare say a very radical solution Right. And, and our law is 20 years old. And that if you look at that timing, that was right after Columbine. Um, and the law was kind of passed fairly quietly, from what I understand, from people who are paying attention to legislation at the time. Um, but th- we we protect all of our most valuable things with armed guards, yep. um, our banks, our um, members of Congress, our state legislatures. Um, the, the lingerie department in the department store, for goodness sakes, there is an armed guard in the department clothing and the lingerie that's in there. Why is it that this separate building that's called a school that houses our children, and in my case, my grandchildren, they are far more valuable than any of those other things I talked about, the money in the bank or members of Congress or whoever. Why, why is there this... Um, this concern about people, no, you can't have guns in schools. When we got over it, when we were talking about um, air marshals after 9-11, we, we got okay really quickly with on you know every 10th flight or something like that, there's a dude that's concealed carrying a firearm. I think everybody felt great about that. Um, so um, eight years ago when we started this in 2017, it, um, at the time it seemed more... Um, more extreme to people. Fast forward eight years, it feels very mainstream. Obviously, there are a lot of people still um, against it. There are... um When my friends over at Blood of Tyrants said, hey, Brian, we know you don't drink alcohol, but we have a great product built for you. I knew something must be up. And that's when I found out about Liquid Freedom. Crafted with natural ingredients and the power of yerba mate, this revolutionary energy tea is 100% sugar-free and crash-free. So you can go ahead and use code TBNS at checkout for 10% off your orders, and you can sip with a purpose while also embracing the Freedom Revolution minus the alcohol. One more time, get your your liquid freedom tea by heading to briannicholshow.com forward slash tea. And now back to the show. Uh, the, uh, the, the folks that, um, you know, work for these organizations that do gun control lobbying for a living. Um, there are those professionals who are against it, but whether you're a Democrat mom or a Republican mom, you want your children coming home alive every single day, not most days. Every single day is not too high a bar. And um, so I think in Colorado, um, because I I do stuff like this, I talk to people and um, talk about the policies and, and what goes on in schools. And I think we have been able to really move that needle um, along with, you know, it's the same needle that's been moving um, nationally. Um, you know, people, whether their parents of school-aged children or not, are becoming more and more comfortable with it. And if you are a parent of school-aged children, you are even more 
more comfortable with um, armed staff in schools. So um, it's, it's really been a very evolving policy in a, in a positive way. Very much so. Well, and let, let's dig into FASTER, right? Because FASTER is, and cr- correct me if I'm wrong, but more or less we are empowering the, the actual teachers, the faculty and staff at these schools to feel much like you articulated with the, uh, the air marshal, right? To, to have a weapon that they will have, you know, concealed, whether that's in their desk, on their person, whatever it may be. And if I'm wrong in the details, please correct me later as we go on. But like the idea being that if the proverbial blank was to hit the fan and a school shooter was to show up, that instead of waiting for, you know, five, 10, 15 minutes for police armed services to show up, we have people in the building who can actually defend themselves, right? And and you you said it earlier, Laura, that like, the fact that we defend so much with armed guards, whether it's our banks, our lingerie departments, what? Like the fact that we will do mm-hmm. all of that and yet we don't have the same intensity in protecting our children, it leads me to say maybe there's some other questions that we need to be asking, but let's kind of dig into faster. What, wh- how does it, how does this take place, right? How does, how does a school district get faster? incorporated into their security protocols. And then to the teachers, how do teachers become part of this faster, uh, I guess, curriculum, if you could? Yeah, and and so um, I'll take a step back to sort of identify some some terms. So um, Faster Colorado, our organization is at its base, a training organization. So when people say they need to get faster in their schools, what they really need is for their school to adopt these policies. So um, in, in um, the way that the law works is that school boards make the decision. So it's a very local control kind of thing. Um, so when a school board makes a decision that their school is going to have armed school staff, um, they go through a process of selecting the people. And I think that's what a lot of people are wondering, how does that how does that happen? So first of all, these are all volunteers. They are handpicked. They go through vetting processes like written applications, um, panel interviews, additional background checks, those kinds of things. Um, And then once they pass the vetting process at the school um, and they become part of that armed team, they have to get training. So they can go wherever they want to get training. We think we have put together the the best training program that is um, focused on armed school security teams. And um, they come through our class. They do this every year. They have to get requalified and get additional um, skills every year. Um, but that's essentially how it, how it goes. These are all volunteers. Um, they are not just teachers. Um, only forty percent. Um, about forty percent are teachers. Sixty percent are some other position than teachers. So we have lots of janitors and coaches and principals. And we've had a lunch lady in a school nurse but um, people from all walks of life in the school um, are um, um, eligible um, under the law. And then whoever whoever it works out, however, however it shakes out in each individual school district um, is what the, the uh, com- complement of people um, are who are armed. Very cool. Okay, so now you mentioned you guys are a, a training organization. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the training. What, what are you teaching faculty, staff, which by the way, I love, it's not just teachers, janitors, yeah. health instructors, gym teachers. Yeah. Like get them all yeah. jacked up and ready to roll. But like, talk to us. What, what, what does the actual courses look like? What does the actual trainings look like? And how are you applying those specific trainings to, yeah, a pretty like, you know, I was like, it's not dangerous, but like a very delicate environment. You have 
little kids yeah. running around. So how does that look? Yeah. And let me say one thing about, you know, coaches and janitors, because they, we always seem to get coaches and janitors from every, every, we find a lot of people um, who um, have a second career in education had their first career in the military. And um, so that tends to lead to a mindset saying, you know, sign me up. I, I want to protect children. Um, but um, the training. So I, I mentioned that all of our instructors are active duty law enforcement instructors. So they are anything from academy directors to um, SWAT commanders and SWAT team leaders and that sort of thing. Um, we we actually have a medically trained person on our team as well who runs a, a battalion for a fire service. He's also a Marine and a firearms instructor, but he um, has our all of our medical uh, curriculum and he obviously can help on the line because he's a, a firearms instructor as well. Um, but this is the same stuff that they're teaching in academies and in law enforcement in service training on how you stop an active killer. So when when people who are concerned about this say, well, how good could the training be the same thing you're training cops? Well, yeah, it is actually the exact same thing that they train cops on how to stop active killers. It's the same guys doing it. And we even train at law enforcement training facilities. So they have access to the same equipment, um, the same facilities. We have police simulators, all that kind of stuff. Wow. Okay. So, man, this might be a step away from the conversation, but more so, <sighs> Laura, is it more so, and this is just a general theme, is it just that we all are realizing, I don't know, 2024, that, like, nobody's coming to save you, right? Like, there, there, there isn't some proverbial person out, you know, miles away riding a big shiny horse coming in to save the day. There's no UFOs coming down to, you know, take us to their leader and be like, that's your leader. But none, none of that. Like, <laughs> we, we are at the point where more and more folks, I think, are starting to wake up and say, yep, it, it's go time. Like, we, we got to be the ones to protect ourselves, protect our kids, protect the things that really matter. And I think, man, it, it, it does it stink. I was going to say it stinks that we're at this point, but I kind of think it's the opposite, right? And, and here's why. Because... In my experience, and I'd love to hear your experience, Laura, but like, I used to see it all the time. I would, I, I, I'm a politico, right? I love talking about the issues, the problems, the solutions, and I would go talk to my friends and it would just be like, okie dokie, Brian, like, that's great. Like, can we go talk about, you know, the football game that's on right now? Or like, can we go, you know, go to the bar, all that stuff. And now... I'm seeing all those those friends who just thought I was out to lunch because I was so invested in politics and solutions. Now they're the ones saying, dude, I was listening to your show the other day. Love that person that was on talking about XYZ solution. We got to really implement that now. And I'm like, where have you been? But to that point, Laura, I think it's just that more and more folks are looking around, realizing that we have a geriatric president who, you know, it's Joe Biden. And you look at our our betters, our, our, our rulers, our leaders. I mean, not trying to get political in the, the, the philosophical sense here, but we're a libertarian show. And your governor, Jared Polis, I've heard time and again touted as being the most libertarian governor in America. I don't think that's true. I look at him and I say, um, maybe the exact opposite. Because, you know, the yeah. fact that you guys are bringing faster to schools is almost in a direct response to the legislation that's been coming down from Jared Polis. So I yeah. say all that, like, is it a good thing? that we are at this point now where so many folks are in fact starting to wake up 
writing's on the wall. No one's coming to save us. But now we are bringing solutions, real tangible solutions at that to the table that we can start to implement right now. Yeah. And let me give some context to that. Um, I agree with you that we are getting more self-reliant. And I think that's a good thing. In the early days of these policies in Colorado, the early adopters were rural schools. And what did the rural schools have in common? They were 20, 30, 40 minutes away from law enforcement. They're in these sprawling counties um, with a couple plus sheriff's deputies, and you're lucky if somebody's close by, more likely he's going to be, you know, 20, 30, 40 minutes away. So they did the math very early on that they are their own first responders and they needed to make accommodation for that. Um, what's happened is that's moved into the suburbs. So Colorado Springs, which is a, it's not as big as Denver, um, but it's a, a pretty big metro area. Um, they just released the, their response times within the city of Colorado Springs is something like 13, 14 minutes. That's not okay. Um, and then if you do the math just on some um, uh, more recent than Columbine school shootings here in Colorado, Arapahoe High School, there was a school resource officer there. It took him 46 seconds to sprint toward the sound of what was going on in the library. And he got there, the killer took his own life, but it wasn't in time to save Claire Davis. She was shot and subsequently succumbed to her injuries in the hospital. Um, That was 46 seconds. STEM school shooting just five years ago, uh, Kendra Castillo, an 18 year old student, lunged at one of the two shooters, taking the fatal uh, shot to his chest saved a whole room full of children. That happened in seconds. The only person who could have saved Kendra Castillo was Miss Harper, the teacher in that room, um, had she been able to be armed. So so when you look at these big response times, people say, oh yeah, that makes sense. You, you don't have anybody around you. But then when you look at how, how quickly these things happen, mm. in a few- Are you tired of just managing through each day, constantly battling pain, anxiety, and sleepless nights? Well, it's time for a change. Experience the transformative power of Ebel's CBD. Say goodbye to survival mode and hello to thriving. Visit briannicholshow.com forward slash Ebel's, E-A-B-L-E-S, and use code TBNS for an exclusive 15% off your order. Your journey to wellness starts now. And now back to the show. Um, actually wear Kendrick's wristband um, on my wrist um, to remind me um, he's the spirit of what we do. No child should ever have to make that decision to lunge at a shooter to save his friends. Uh, adults should be doing that. Well-trained adults should be doing that. Um, so so yeah, it's a it's a pretty interesting thing to see how this evolution has happened, and and we've seen um, faster trained schools move from um, just mostly rural um, into suburban schools. Laura, we are at that part of the show where we start to wrap things up, and to the audience, now we have a national, actually we have an international audience, which is pretty darn cool, but for the, the folks listening here in the continental United States who are like, this sounds freaking awesome, sign us up yesterday at our school. What's the process? How can parents get involved? How can administrators, school, faculty, staff, how can they all get involved? Laura, the floor is yours. What you need to do is figure out what is it like in your state? There are 30, 
32, 34, something like that states that have some lawful process to allow armed staff in schools. So find out what that is um, in your state. Um, and then, you know, reach out to me. My, our, our website, by the way, is fastercolorado.org. Um, reach out to me and I, um, between us and the folks in um, at Faster Saves Lives in Ohio, one of us will know if there's something going on in your in your state where somebody's already trying to push this. Um, is there a faster or faster type uh, presence in your state that um, sort of has all of this organization already uh, put together that you can plug into? Um, I, I referred to Faster as primarily a training organization earlier, but holy cow, do we know a whole lot more than that because we know all of these folks that um, we've trained over over the years. And, and so we do know a lot about what's going on. Um, but, you know, first find out the law and then um, yeah, help get you um, plugged in to um, some efforts that are going on in your state. And um, every time I'm on a show like this that has some international reach, you know, who I always hear from is people from Australia hmm. um, who say, don't let happen in the United States what happened in Australia. Yes. Oh my gosh. We actually, I forget his name, but we had a gentleman on the show back during COVID and uh, it, his uh, his Twitter name was Liberty Down Under, I think it was. And and more or less during the COVID insanity, he said the same thing. He's like, don't don't let what happened here happen there yeah. because you guys are, even though we, we see all the, the non-freedom, non-liberty things, he's like, you guys are still the bastion of freedom and liberty for yeah. the rest we, of the we have, sec- we have a second amendment. At least, at least we have an opportunity for things like the Bruin decision um, here, where they just don't have that opportunity in places like Australia. Never say it couldn't happen here because you look around, especially now. I moved from big blue city Philadelphia to uh, lovely eastern Indiana, and that was entirely intentional because I watched yes. it happen firsthand, and I saw in my home state of New York State it happening, and and. I couldn't raise a family there, Laura. Like I, I made it a, a conscious decision that I was not going to raise my family in areas that I can't put myself and my family in the best position, not just for success, but also for, for safety, for security. Now, mm-hmm. we talk about, and by the way, we do final thoughts here. So I'll, I'll do my final thought and I'll turn things over to you to wrap your end up. But like we we talk about wanting to to bring bring solutions to the table, but you can't do it through a one-size-fits-all approach, right? It has to be targeted. And we've seen time and again where our, our betters in, in government have tried to solve these problems by doing these cookie-cutter approaches. And it, it doesn't work that way, right? And looking to when I moved out of the big blue city, watching the cookie-cutter approach fail time and time and time again, I said, no, no more of this. Like, it, it, I need to go to an area where I can make sure that my family is is safe and secure. I want to go to an area that I know we have the best opportunity to grow. And the safe and secure standpoint is not a matter of me sacrificing freedoms, but rather being able to actually take advantage of, of freedoms. Like, to be able to defend myself and my family. To be able to go to a gun store and, and get a, a gun if I need to without a waiting period or without all the nonsense and the red tape that usually would go through if you're in a red uh, or a big blue area. So I say all that. It's so important for us not just to talk about these issues and bring solutions to the table, but this is, again, we we talked about this a few years ago, but be around people who, or at least build your network with those who think like you, who encourage you to to go down these these paths of of freedom and liberty and help build the right solutions. Um, It's important to be around those who also are in the the positive mentality of bringing solutions to the table versus just saying, 
problem. What are we going to do about it? So I say all that, Laura. Yes. Thank you for what you're doing at Faster. Thank you for bringing solutions to the table. And uh, thank you for, for, you know, helping actually give parents like me an option now to, to say there are choices school districts can take versus a one size fits all approach. That's my final thoughts, Laura. What do you have for us on your end today? Yeah, you know, for for folks that think this is an odd policy, um, I would ask them this question. If gunfire started at your kid's school, at your grandkid's school, um, what is the school's plan? If there is nobody armed there, and I I don't mean one guy who's 46 seconds away, um, if there is nobody armed there, what is going to happen to your children and your grandchildren? What keep what we see keep happening is these teachers and coaches and counselors and janitors put themselves between bullets. We know that these school employees have the right mindset to save lives because we see them keep doing it. We see them giving up their lives in an attempt to save children. We want them to have the tools uh, to be able to stop the killer, to save your kids and have a chance to go home to their own family at night. Laura Carno, the organization is Faster, Faster Colorado. It's been a pleasure, Laura. Thank you so much for joining us. And folks, if you got some value from today's episode, which, let's be real, I know you did, go ahead and give it a share (laughs) when you do. Please tag yours truly over on Facebook as well as on Twitter, x.com, at B Nichols Liberty. Laura, where can folks go ahead and follow you, follow Faster Colorado if they want to learn more and stay in touch? Yes, fastercolorado.org, and we're on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and X as well. Um, Follow us, find us, um, shoot me a note through the website. I'm happy to talk to anyone out there. Also, Laura's got a website, lauracarno.com. I will include that link in the show notes as well. Laura, it's been an absolute fantastic conversation. And folks, thank you for listening to the show. Now, you know the drill, folks. You've watched the show. You've listened to the show But that means that there are folks out there who have not yet watched or listened to the show. So you need to show them where they can find us. So if you want them to listen to the show, your favorite audio podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube Music, I prefer Podcast Addict, wherever it is you get your podcasts, hit subscribe, hit download all unplayed episodes. Reason being, we have over 800 episodes here of The Brian Nichols Show, going all the way back to 2018. So I guarantee you, as you dig through there, specifically as we're talking about 2A issues, um, you know, all, all the stuff from school shootings and more, all those conversations, very nuanced and contextual, discussed uh, over at the the, the show, uh, briannicholsshow.com. Find all those at your favorite podcasting uh, platform. Video version of the show, YouTube, uh, YouTube, Rumble, Ben Swan Sovereign, X.com, and Facebook. Yes, all five platforms. We are uploading the entire video version of the show. So if for whatever reason we get nuked on one platform, you know where else to find us. So please go ahead, give us some love over there. Hit that little like button. Hit the notification bell as well. And also head down below in the comments. Let us know your thoughts. Do you wish that Faster was a type of program uh, that was actually being taught or, or you know implemented at your school where your kids are going to school? Or if you're in school, is this something you wish you could see happen? Let us know your thoughts. And hey, maybe if you want to go ahead and get something started, go ahead and reach out to Laura. I bet she has some good ideas of where to start. With that being said, one last final thing. Please support the folks who support The Brian Nichols Show, and that is our sponsors. So whether it's Cardio Miracle, Ebel CBD, Liquid Freedom Energy Tea, BNC Technology Advisors, or more, please go ahead and support them because they're the ones who help us keep the lights on. So uh, with that being said, that's all we have for you today. Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Laura Carno. We'll see you next time. 
Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com.